and welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Newsroom. We're coming at you with another special edition. We got Matt this time with us here on the newsroom. Matt, how's it going? Dude, I'm in a great mood. Honestly, it was rough for a while, but I'm, I'm I've had a good week. I'm in a good mood. It's Friday night. I'm ready to break down week four. It's going to be a good week. I'm excited. So I'm, I'm in a good mood. How are you, buddy? Oh, you know, you know, I'm doing all right. You know, tough week, but, you know, got to power through, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we got football. A lot of football this weekend. So. A lot of football. I mean, last night was pretty good as well, starting off with, you know, the Bengals and the Jags. That was a surprisingly good game. Yeah, it was fun to watch. I'm actually upset, though, because I had uh, Jacksonville plus seven and a half and the over, and it missed by one point. I was so upset. Oh, yeah, it was what was the over 45, 46? 46, and it was 45. I was 45. like, come You know, those come bad beats, they just keep on coming, my guy. <laughs> Every time when it comes to betting, but that was a fantastic game. I didn't expect it to be. Yeah, I, uh, a part of me thought that uh, Jacksonville was going to win that game. I thought they were going to oh, yeah. win that game, and I was like, wow. I was like, that's, that's absurd. But then again, the Bengals, they said a 3-1 now. I mean – they haven't had the toughest of schedules, but they do sit at three and one, you know. So mm-hmm. they're uh, winning against Pittsburgh. Yeah, and a win against <coughs> against Minnesota. Yeah, it's two humongous dubs, but they have the Ravens to go. They have the Ravens twice. They have the Browns <laughs> twice. So we'll see how it ends for Cincinnati. I'm not familiar with the rest of their schedule, but they yeah. also have Pittsburgh one more time. They're gonna be looking for revenge. But <coughs> we're here to talk about Week Four and. We're, we're going to get done within the hour. I, you, you told me before you have tickets to the Venom showing tonight. So Yeah, we got, I, I still one. got three and a half hours till that, so we're good. <laughs> you, got, you got a lifetime to see that movie. So yeah. You got you to gotta stay off social media. No no spoilers, my guy. I'm going to try not to. I'm going to try. I won't, I'm ruined. not going to spoil anything. Don't, don't get it ruined because, like, like I told you beforehand, I, I got I got, I got kind of spoiled on me, and the post credit scene – I'm excited. I'm so super excited. The first one, the first one was awesome. And my girlfriend, I love her to death. She's not a huge at all, you know, fighting action movie kind of person. And she was like, let's go see it. I was like, wow, I'm a hundred percent down. Let's do it. <laughs> that's awesome. That's how, that's how most of my family is, but not with Venom, but with Deadpool. So I find that hilarious. Dead, oh, Deadpool was good though. All, all my family members love the Deadpool movies, but we got to talk about the week four slate and, First up, we have a big one because there's a lot of injury news revolving this game as we got the Titans versus the Jets, and Julio Jones and A.J. Brown have already been ruled out for the week. So that's huge. Are you pivoting to any other Titans wide receivers, or is it it just Derrick Henry week? Uh, I I, I mean, it's going to be a David Montgomery week, but then again, I mean, if you're the New York Jets, aren't you just going to load the box? I mean, okay, so let's – my thought here is is that I think this is going to be a close game. Like, you you got to realize the magnitude of losing not only Julio Jones, but losing A.J. Brown. Both of these guys are, I mean, bona fide studs, right? So the offense is going to be in a totally different landscape for Tennessee. They're going to be running a, almost, I would bet, an entirely almost new playbook. I I don't like Tennessee this week. I just don't. I'm going to play Derrick Henry if you got him. He's going to get the carries. He might have 30, 35, but – they might not run away with this game like some people are making out to be. I don't think they're going to run away with it. I think the Jets will keep it close. And this, again, I said this earlier on a podcast I was also on earlier, this feels like a week the Jets could win a game. It feels like a, the week that the Jets could steal a win this year. I don't think they're going to win many, but this feels like the week that you see. You know, I mean, last year we had the, what, yeah. it was the Jets. They beat the Rams, right? It was the Rams. That was yeah. nuts. 
you know, you steal a win. I think that this could be a week we see the Jets steal a win. So I, I'm not pivoting to any Tennessee wide receivers. Uh, they don't attract me at all. You think that's the week that Sean McVay said, hey, I'm done with Jared Goff. You think that was it? You think that was a straw? I think it was probably before that. I, I don't – I think he's – I feel like it might have been all of last year and he realized, oh, yeah. okay, like I need an upgrade or we're not going to really win a Super Bowl. So I agree. I just I just had to throw it out there, you know, because that was, that was the most shocking game of – the season last year was it was up there yeah yeah it was a it was a doozy that's for sure but yeah i agree if you have derrick henry you're obviously starting him like monster yep but if you need a desperate tight end start it's it might be anthony ferkser week who else are they going to target yeah i don't i don't think like ferkser i mean if you you know if you're a guy that if you need if you need one right yeah I don't hate that. I mean, there might be a little couple better options out there, but if there's not, I don't. I don't mind it. I mean, the volume should be there, I would think. So hopefully, and he, he might catch a touchdown. I mean, Tennessee's still going to put themselves in a chance to score a few times. Like they're not going to get shut out. So I don't. I don't hate playing Furcher this week. You could. You could. You could start Furcher, and I would feel comfortable. I I agree. There's also the Jets side to look at. We have, I think, you know, a couple of players that could start. I think you could start Corey Davis, even though he's been cold last week. Zach Wilson's just been not good. Yeah. Like, well, the targets have been there for Corey Davis, so I, I think that he's, he's he's in my lineups where I got him. He's gonna play. Yeah. I like I like uh, Corey Davis a lot, actually. So I don't I don't mind starting Corey Davis at all. I, uh, I I I I would start him. It's the revenge game narrative for uh, people who are really big into that. I've seen the revenge. I forget who's tweeting it. I feel really bad now with the revenge game index. Did you see that? Was that? Oh, I think I saw it. I think I know. Let me see. Hold up. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, though. The, it's like, I think it was how many, ever many games played with the franchise. Yeah, it was like the, how many snaps or like games with stats or something. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. But yeah. I, I want to say I it was, was it, was it Cooper? It might have been. There's there's a couple of people tweeting about. It. I know he he was one of them for sure. Yeah, I know. I thought he made a graphic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He did make a graphic. It was yeah. A good, it was Tampa Bay, New, New England. Shout out to uh, Cooper Adams, Cooper at BFF. Great follow, great guy to interact with. Uh, he made a funny, funny. He's made he makes some fu- funny stuff and great content all the time. But uh, yeah, that that was funny. I did see that. Uh, that was that was a good one. A lot of revenge games this weekend. Lots of them. Uh, yeah. There's there's a bunch. I mean, you got you know Tom Brady and big going one. back to New England, right? I think that game's gonna be closer, but it won't get to that when we get to that. Whoever put that game in prime time just deserves a raise. Like I know it was a layup, but you get a raise for that scheduling. Yeah, absolutely, dude. The DFS showdowns are gonna be nuts. Oh, it's gonna be fantastic. I can't wait for that one. But we're still here talking about the Jets. Do you think it's almost Michael Carter time in New York? It's getting close. It's getting close, right? So I just don't I don't I don't trust it. Like I need to see two to three back to back weeks of consistent uh consistent usage, consistent points, consistent production for me to really trust Michael Carter. And it's not even Michael Carter really, it's really the Jets. Like I just don't trust I don't know. I don't trust the Jets. I don't trust that he's gonna produce week in and week out. I need to see it. I I get what you're saying. Throughout both of our lifetimes anyway, it's been like that for the Jets. They had that short dominant run and then they've always been known as the Jets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But, yeah, beyond Corey Davis and Michael Carter, I don't think there's much appealing. Jameson Crowder maybe with Elijah Moore out. Nah, I, 
it's just not appealing to me. Like, there's no upside in that. Like, I'd rather shoot for a guy with upside than like I would rather play like a. I mean, there's I mean, there's a bunch of people out there with more upside than Jameson Crowder. So. Yeah, I I definitely agree. It's just you know picking at straws of some of these lineups. Now now that we're at week four, we're starting to get a clearer picture on what's going on. Absolutely. And speaking of a clearer picture, we're going to a game that does not have a clear picture at all. Actually, Lions versus the Bears. Can, can we just rant about Matt Nagy for an hour? Like, so I want I want to <laughs> say something because I tweeted this out. I believe it was earlier this morning. Oh no, it was yesterday. Yesterday, the 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 Lions let up, and I like what I've seen from the Lions the first three weeks. Right? I think I think they played well. I think they played good football. They might be zero three. I get that. So they played well. I think they're better than people give them credit for. But that defense is bad. Yeah. And I get it. They played the 49ers, the Packers, and the Ravens. That's a tough schedule. I understand. But. They let up 31.7 points a game. Matt Nagy, if you don't figure out, if you don't score 20 plus this week, you're fired on Monday. That's it. You're gone. I don't I don't understand what we're doing here. You're playing the Lions. You're in Chicago. You haven't even announced who's starting. You said Nick Foles could start. I don't understand what's going on. If you don't score 20 against Detroit, if you don't win and score 20, you should be fired on Monday morning. I don't I don't that's how that's, that's how it's for now, but that's besides the point. But well, you're right. Yeah, I mean, I mean that 31.7 should have been higher. I was talking about with Tyler Marquise Brown failed that number out at least twice, three twice. times. Twice. Wasn't it three? We had one. He did drop a big one. I don't. Was it? There I was two big ones, and I think a third one. There was a third drop at least. There was a third drop. I don't know if it was a touchdown. One. Uh, I I couldn't yeah. tell you, but yeah. Right. What you're saying, right? Should be, the number exactly. should be even worse. Exactly. There should be an easy start for, you know, this is Allen Robinson's game. Yep. I was talking I about, Tyler about that too. We I need the bounce back. I don't think it is. I don't it. think it is. I just, and I, you know me, all offseason I've raved about the Bears, Justin Fields, David Montgomery, Allen Robinson. Man, I don't, I don't like what I see from this offense. And I get it. It can't be this bad. It can't be this bad all year. It cannot be what we saw last week all year. That's not going to happen. Like, I understand that. Again, a net yard. I hope it's what, not that bad. What is the upside in Allen Robinson? Like, let's be realistic because the upside is not a top 12 wide receiver season this year. It's got to be like top 24. Like, that's like, I would think that's, gonna... I think that, yeah, I would say like 15 is probably the, the ceiling. 15 is the max. Like, yeah, 12, 15. That's probably the uh, the ceiling, right? But, it's just I don't I don't see it happening. I don't. And I love Justin Fields. I do. And I think if he had the right play caller and the right system, they would thrive. But he doesn't. But he doesn't. And I personally don't see Matt Nagy being fired, although I think he should be. So I'm worried about Allen Robinson big time. And I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm, I'm going to sit Allen Robinson this week. I, That's I, fair enough. I, would, I think I would put him on my bench until I see that, that breakout game. I'm not willing to to risk it again. And I understand what I just said. Oh, Chicago should score. They should score. They should score. And although I think they should, I don't think they will. I think Detroit's going to win this game. I I think Chicago's bad. Like, I think they're bad. And it's not even the players' fault. The defense is – it's still a good defense. I mean, you still got Khalil Mack, and I believe Roquan Smith is still there roaming back there. So, But they're bad. For some reason, they're bad. Like, they're not even good. They're not even competitive. They played the Browns and got – Steamrolled. The Browns could have won that game by forty, if we're being oh, yeah. honest, right? So I don't. Man, the, 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 I'm worried about reason. That. The reason's pretty obvious. We I mean, we know what the reason is. It's the coach, yeah. but we'll we'll see what that situation gets resolved. But 
On the other side, we got some uh, kneecap biters. Still not over that comment from the preseason. Like, Dude, I hope we say this for every single game Dan Campbell coaches. I really do. Uh, I'm, I'm in. So we, we have a clear picture with the Lions, though. That's good. Jared Goff's been playing surprisingly well Yeah. up until this point. DeAndre Swift's a fantasy superstar. Third-round value. Got TJ Hawkinson. And not much else at wide receiver. So, so I want to I want to say something as we're on the Lions. Uh, I was I've been doing some constructing this week of my dynasty rankings and personally how I feel. And DeAndre Swift's my RB two. DeAndre Swift has leaped both CMC and Jonathan Taylor in dynasty. And and I understand. Oh Matt, you're still stuck on Saquon. And I get a lot of that. I mean, I get the end. Why Saquon? Why? 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 And I get it. But I I was predicting. I I I understood that it was going to take a little longer. I still think that upside in that in that magnitude of Saquon Barkley being fully healthy is there. I think it's out there. And I think it's going to come, and that's why he's still my dynasty RB one. But man, DeAndre Swift had a massive jump today. Mass. I mean, not just that it's went over the course of this it's, week, it's, but it's a building. Massive. And I had him lower than Antonio Gibson, as you, I, I believe we talked about this before. I've had him lower than Antonio Gibson, but with the and I love Gibson. I, I think I like Gibson more than Swift personally. Like like I like like oh I like Gibson, you know. But mm-hmm. right. I, I can't deny what is happening in Detroit. DeAndre Swift is an absolute superstar for fantasy. I, I love it. I love it. I don't get me wrong. I got to look at the stats, but I, I think I'm there with you at Dynasty RB two. It's got to. He's at least got to be close. He's at least entered top five. People didn't have him there already. Right. At the that's at the bare min. And if I'm not wrong, I don't think the touchdowns have really started coming yet for Swift either. I believe he only has one. I'm going to double check that real quick. Yeah, I got it. I'll pull it up here. I believe it's only one. So yeah, I think far. it's one. Uh, yeah, it is. It's one. No, it's two. It's one on the ground and one through the one through the air. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he caught one. I, I didn't see that. Yep, he caught one. So he's got two touchdowns. So, that's fine, but like, if the touchdowns, like, if he catches like a JT or like a, you remember a couple years back, Kenyon Drake, like one of those stretches, like, yeah. He could go even higher. Like I know we're kind of set in stone on our guys, me and Spencer JTU of Saquon, but if DeAndre Swift keeps this up, there's no excuse for us to not put him over. Oh, no, no. I'll say this right now. I I, I will promise to people by – I'll say middle of November, if I haven't seen what I want to see from Saquon Barkley, DeAndre Swift's probably going to Dynasty RB1. If this continues, if this continues, and yeah, just was just t- tearing the NFL by storm, and Saquon is still, he's doing good, but he's not that elite upper upper echelon anymore. So what's going RB one, and like this, so the way I look at it, right, with Saquon, is very polarizing to me because I have him at dynasty RB one, but like, I'm expecting elite. If I don't get elite, he's gonna fall, and he's not gonna fall to two or three. He's gonna fall. Yeah, like his, it isn't gonna be some. Oh, he's just gonna drop one or two. Like I think he would go under JT. He might go under Gibson at that point. Like it just depends how the season plays out, of course. But DeAndre Swift is is knocking on the door of RB one in Dynasty, and I don't think there's an argument. I mean, what he's doing right now at the what is he twenty two at the age of twenty two is ridiculous. I yep. mean, twenty three targets in three weeks, like you can't beat that. That's like mini. I don't even. I won't even say Austin Eckler. It's like mini CMC at this point. Uh, uh he's gonna he's gonna get a hundred targets this year. Watch, it's gonna dude. DeAndre Swift is game. Oh my God, he's game breaking. I love him. 
he's game break. I don't want to say you're too late in dynasty, but like you might be. It's it's getting to that point. If, if you want to make a move for Swift, you got to do it now, especially with the coach speak. Have you heard that this week? Oh my god, dude! Please, please. If this happens, please. Oh my god. Well, here's the thing. I don't think you're too late in dynasty because, frankly, he can go up. Like, what is he supposed to? He's averaging what 21, 22 points a game this year. Yep. I'm going to say now he has CMC level upside. He has 30-point a game upside. I don't care. He does. I mean, he keeps catch, getting targets, catching balls, and now they want to involve him more than running. I understand. We need to see that. I'm all for that. But once that happens, he's got 30-point point, point, point per game upside like CMC does. I mean, he could go up. Go get him. Like you, I believe it was you that mentioned in the group chat earlier that you were you traded Gibson. How'd that trade go? I'm, I'm no, sure. I tried to trade Gibson. I, I tried. He See, would, like, if, wanted, you, if I had Swift, I couldn't do it. If I had Swift and you offered me that, I would probably take it. Because I, I still love Gibson. Gibson's still my dynasty RB4. Like, I am not out on Gibson. It was Swift that – oh, no, he's RB5, sorry. It was Swift that just took a massive leap. But it's not like some unterrestrial leap. Like, I would sell Saquon Barkley for that package you got for Gibson. So, I mean, I, I was the guy – that in a big dynasty league months ago paid like three first and two seconds for Antonio Gibson and got my I got ripped up for it. Uh, I remember I remember that tweet. That was oh, that was a time to be alive, <laughs> dude. I was getting ripped for that one. I was like, what did I do? Let me get my guys. I don't care. You gotta you gotta get your guy. I mean, I don't have any. I don't have Swift in any of my dynasty leagues. So like, I want I want him at least one of my teams. I have Gibson and JT on like all of them. So. Yeah, dude, get some Swift. I got, I got a few Swift shares, and they're just lovely. But yeah, I mean, his teammate, his fellow teammate, TJ Hawkinson, he has a case for you know, dynasty tight end one. He he could get there, not yet, but he he could get there. Potentially, I don't. You're probably he right. Though. He he could he could get there. He could he could absolutely. I'm not saying he will, but he could. He could absolutely get there. There's five of them that could get there. So I want to apologize to our fans that are watching this because I believe I came on here and said that TJ Hawkinson was your free square last week in DFS, and he went on to post three fantasy points. So I apologize to you if you took my advice. That happens. That was just a bozo. I I don't. How did that happen? Like, it was a close game. You expect me passing to score? Why aren't you targeting your best? I didn't understand it. I really didn't. See, that's that's one of those things where it's like the matchup was right. The talent was right. The previous two weeks, he had twenty targets and just came out and you know. Yeah, I don't. I didn't, I didn't understand. I was like, he's your best weapon. Should I, I say Cooper Cup's gonna be the lock of the week, like the free square in, in DFS, and see if he comes out and drops like three points and Robert Woods drops like thirty-five? You're saying that because you have so much Robert Woods, you don't know what to do with. No, no, I'm just saying that because I I want to see if it works against Cooper <laughs> Cup, the, the hottest player in fantasy football right now. Just yeah, gotta see if it works, but as for anyone else in the Lions, I'm, I'm out. Like, I don't think that's debatable. Now you like someone? Cephas? I like I like Cephas this week. Fair I, enough. I, I like Cephas this week, and it's more of a DFS thing than it is probably a redraft thing. I actually started Cephas last week in one of my redraft leagues. So, didn't work out for me, obviously, but it is what it is. I think Cephas is he's a decent football player. He's a guy getting targets. He's He's demanding targets in the Lions, and that's always valuable. So I don't hate starting Cephas this week. I, I think he's got a favorable matchup. The Chicago secondary is atrocious. So who knows? I don't hate I don't hate starting Cephas if you have to. 
I don't mind it either. But yeah, that's that's it for you know fantasy relevant players in this game. Or yeah, that's it. If DeAndre Swift goes insane here, then I think it might be too late. Well, no, Jamal Williams is fantasy relevant. He is fantasy relevant, but I'm saying if like Swift comes out and drops a 35 point game, it might be too late for people to go and get him. If he has one more huge game, it's too late. Yeah, you. I would get those trade offers. I mean, it, it might be, it might be too late now. Thinking about it, like I've I've seen some leagues and some chats, and like the people that have Swift are like tight. Like you might, like okay, here's a question for you, Ryan, because I think I know your answer. If you have CMC in redraft, are you offering him straight up for for Swift? I probably that Hammy's so nervous. I probably would. I would too. The hammy's got me nervous. I, it's not even just the hammy. I, I mean, I, it probably is the hammy that's got me a little weak, but I'm taking Swift, dude. Like, that's what the price is. Like, you got to give Henry or CMC, and Henry's being overvalued right now. It's just, it's yeah. berserk. That's crazy to me. But anyway, we'll get to, oh, wait, I guess we have to talk yeah, about we'll get, we'll get to that, but I, I still can't believe that Swift is going in the third round all offseason. What a steal. What a steal. Absolute steal. He's going to be going in the first next year. Just like zero questions at this point. Well, I mean, looking back, right? He should have been going in the first or early second with Joe Mixon, Austin Eckler, with Antonio Gibson, Najee Harris. Like, why yeah, would Eckler's like, been going out? I'm honestly mind boggled how that happened. Like, what were people worried about looking back? Like, what was it? Was it the groin? It was the team. It was the team. I'm pretty sure. Didn't was it CMC, not? CMC posted one of the best fantasy seasons ever. Hey, I'm fine. Hey, I'm saying I agree with you. I, if you want to look at my underdog drafts, I Swift is like fifth at my running back position. Oh, you're so loving. I was that. in all off season, so you're loving that. Uh, I'm loving that. But then in, for every for every Swift <laughs> on my team, I have. Yeah, I'll show. I'll I'll screenshot and put it in the group chat later. It's it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> There's some goods and some bads, but let's hop into the next game. We have the Colts and the Dolphins and. I, it's just a puzzle piece to me here. Like, I, it's just I don't know what's going on with either of these teams. They're both struggling. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like to me, I thought the Colts were going to be good. I thought they were going to be good. That division is a dumpster fire, by the way. That division's awful. But uh, I don't know what's going on with Indianapolis. I don't know what's going on with Miami. Like, wasn't their defense supposed to be really good, and it hasn't been? Like, it's like. And I get it. Two is hurt. I understand. The offense yeah. is going to take a set back. Jacoby Brissett actually looked decent last night, right? Or not last night, last week. <laughs> we, I wish there was football. Well, there was football. I wish there was more football last night. But but uh, I don't know. Like, Jalen Waddle, I'm starting this week. You're obviously starting, a game. You're starting JT if he's playing. Mm-hmm. For sure. I, I, I don't hate starting Naheem Hines, but, I mean, I wouldn't if I don't have to. I uh I like oh, oh I love Michael Pittman. I, I was waiting for you to get into it. I love Michael Pittman. I'm not I'm not gonna come on here and brag like I was a Michael Pittman truther because to be honest with you I wasn't until I went to the Fantasy Football Expo which I recommend everybody. It was an awesome time. Uh, a good buddy of mine, Matt Nine, great buddy of mine. I was like, listen, I read your article on Michael Pittman. It sold me more than I was already kind of sold. But I need you here in person. <laughs> you got in-person sell. Sell me Michael Pittman. And he sold me. And I got, I've got i gotten shares. I've gotten more shares than I've ever had of Michael Pittman. And thank so you impressive. to Matt Nine because he is a target machine. He's going to he's gonna be a beast in Indianapolis this year. Like, seriously, Carson Wentz playing injured. 
Once it, once Wentz is healthy and he's gonna just force feed Pittman all day every day. Pittman's a must start. Must start this week. Absolutely. You know me and Spence have the whole Paris Campbell deal going on that just didn't pan out for the both of us at this point. It was a good process. It, it was a good process. It was a good process. It was just a miss. We all have our misses. I'm not. Yeah. Too I mean, it's not it. like I you mean, missed on a second rounder. You missed on fifteenth. That happened. I missed. I missed on someone. We missed on someone in the tenth round. You know. Yeah. Right. It happens. It, it's. It's. You know. It's fantasy football, actually, at that point. But yeah, I agree with you. All the players you should start. I just want to bring up Waddle's weird week. With uh, I see your. I, I guess that's good stuff for your parlay that you have going on. I can <laughs> tell with the fist bump. It's, it's it's going well. Start on that. that that's good. That's good. But Waddle had what twelve catches last week? Yeah, last week like, was a weird week for Jalen Waddle. Weird week. But he had like fifty-eight yards or something. Yeah, at least he's getting the targets though. Yeah, I mean we'll take the targets, and especially with Jacoby Brissett at QB, uh, that's pretty good because when a backup QB comes in, it's hard to always tell who's going to be the guy. Mm-hmm. Every quarterback's got their guy, right? So, showing it was Jalen Waddle this week he must start for me. I, I I'm starting Waddle everywhere I got him. The upside's obviously there for Jalen Waddle. He's quick. He's fast. He can make plays happen. He's going to get fed the ball. What else? What else do you want, right? So, I'm uh I'm all in on Jalen Waddle this week. Devontae Parker's a sneaky play. I don't I don't hate if you have to play Parker. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I think the value I think the value was there. So, I'm okay with Parker this week as well. Yep, I agree. They also throw to Jalen Waddle in in their own uh, end zone. So, yeah, They'll throw them yeah. anywhere. <laughs> yeah, right. Just give them the ball. See what happens. It's basically what they said last week. Give the ball. That was, that was a bizarre ball. safety. That was a bizarre play call. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was weird. They should have won that game. They should have. I'm like, happy they didn't. Save some of my parlays. <laughs> <laughs> but besides Nate the Barber made me some DFS money, so I'm okay with it. But still. What like, a guy. Should have won that talk game. About them. They got a primetime showdown with the Chargers. This week, so I'm looking forward to that one as well. That's gonna be a that's gonna shootout. be a shootout. It's there might be there might be 80 points in that game. I I could definitely see. That. I'm hammering the over on that. What, I don't even know what it is, but I'm hammering it. I'll, I'll have to check that. But first, just because it's just because it's prime time, and I like to see shootouts. That's probably why. Yeah, I mean that's a reasonable process. But we have <laughs> the Browns and the Vikings, and the Browns are coming off a historic defensive performance. We were talking about earlier at the Bears. Yeah. I don't think they'll do it back-to-back, and if they do, they prove me wrong. But I think the Vikings and Kirk Cousins are better than the Bears. I don't think that's a stretch. Oh, no, they're better. They're 100% better. And actually, I think Minnesota's a top-10 team in the National Football League right now. Like, I get it. I get it. They're 1-2. I understand. But let's, let's, let's understand their losses. They lost on a field goal to Arizona, who's on fire. They lost to the Bengals in overtime. A game that they were losing, that they almost came back Dalvin and won. Cook, Dalvin Cook fumbled that game away. And Dalvin Cook fumbled the game away, right? So Minnesota's a good team. Like, they're good. They're real good. I uh, And this is going to be a test because the first two weeks, right, we weren't sold on if this Cleveland Browns defense was as good as we all thought, right? And then they went out there and bulldozed over over Chicago. And we are like, okay, 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 we understand. My bad. You're good. Okay, one total net yard. We got you. Here's your test. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, if Dalvin Cook's healthy, I know he's listed as questionable right now. Madison, Kirk Cousins, KJ Osborne's played well. Tyler Conklin, I believe he's out this week, isn't he? Tyler I, Conklin. I, I believe he's playing. I, I thought he saw. I thought he had COVID, but I might have been wrong. Uh, I he might have. I'm looking it up. I believe he is. He he was on the injury report. 
No, Gerald but Everett was who had COVID. Oh, Gerald Everett. Yeah, but Tyler Conklin was also in the injury report, but he's cleared. Okay, okay. So they got Conklin, right? This offense is going to roll. So I want to see what the Browns can do. This is going to be a good game. One I'd probably stay away from the DFS. It's kind of ugly. Like, I don't – there's no – I don't know. I'm liking some Odell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That might be personal that. bias, but – I mean, if you, if, you want, if you want to go with a little slight Cleveland stack, I don't hate it. But, again, I don't know, man. That Minnesota's team, that Minnesota team's good. Right? I don't. I, this this game for me could go either way. It could go Cleveland wins in a blowout. Cleveland wins close. Minnesota wins close. Minnesota wins in a blowout. Like that's where I'm at with this yeah. game. It's like a juggle. This is me. one of those games I won't be betting on this week. No, no, I, I'm avoiding the this line. This is one of those games I'm gonna watch and I'm gonna enjoy. Yeah. And I'll play the guys in fantasy if they're on my teams, like the Nick Chubbs and the Justin Jeffersons and the Adam Thielens. Yeah. Like you're not sitting those guys at this point. Like no, absolutely not. I want to say something. Back to the Chargers Raiders. Just intervene real quick. The over-under is only 51 and a half. That seems low. I'll see, I'm going to the bank. That seems low. <laughs> that seems very low for what it is. I know Vegas knows what they're talking about, so I'm not going to say, like, oh, it's a, a smash lock, but I will let you know now I will be betting. I will the- be betting on that, too. That's such a good total. Yeah, that's like, juicy. That's very juicy. I definitely agree. But, yeah, start your studs in this game, and <laughs> Beyond that, there's not much. I mean, he could start Kareem Hunt. He's looked very good off, yep. you know, the start of the season. Yeah, but I don't know about the game script. Like, if they're if they're in a close game and they're needing to run or, to, you know, they're in a close game, they want to run and pound the ball, they could see more Nick Chubb. I don't – that's – man, the Cleveland backfield is another another whole story itself because it's like playing – it's like almost like San Francisco. Like, I get it. Nick Chubb's always going to give you something. He's not ever going to push a zero. But, again, you drafted him in the first round. I want – 18 minutes. I want 30 point games. I want a lot of them. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, are you really? Like, I don't, I, I was not drafting Nick Chubb in the first round, but a lot of people were. And I don't know. Like, it's, to me, it's like, it, it's gut wrench you having it, Nick Chubb on your team, never knowing if he's going to get the majority of the work that game. You know? I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's tough. But the start sits are <laughs> very, you know, defined for these teams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not starting KJ Osborne. Uh, Ty Conklin, maybe if you need a flex, if you, yeah, if you need if you need someone. Yeah, I don't hate it, but I'd rather have a guy like Dawson Knox. I would rather have. I'd probably rather have Anthony Furcher this week as well. So you're probably not starting Ty Conklin. Nah, and then of course you're starting everyone else. Like, yeah, you're starting pretty Jeff easily. Conklin. Yeah, Cousins. So, or you're starting Cousins if you yeah, want. You're starting Cousins definitely. But the next game, you know. I'm gonna max this out in the DFS showdown. Cause I don't know. Did I? Did you see my tweet? Or no, I didn't send it in a tweet. I, I sent it to my friends. I sent What'd it in a chat text message. I don't know if you checked. Do you play showdown slates at all? All the time. I'm like, I'm like so, a degenerate gambler. Every slate. They I know. Have, I, I know. Of course, it's a stupid question to ask, but I didn't know if you played showdowns because I haven't been seeing you send showdown lineups except for prime time. Like I know a lot of people don't play like the random one o'clock showdowns. Like they usually stick to Sunday night, Monday night, uh, Thursday night. Really yeah, so I games. do more of those. This is actually going to be the first week I'm trying to like the 1 o'clock showdowns because I think I can net this, some practice. This has the easiest layup play I've ever seen in my life. Okay, let me go Curtis to Samuel I'm about to make back this week. Do you, know what, do you know what they have in price as in the showdown slate, Curtis Samuel? Oh, yeah, it's three It's three green. No, no, that's no, that's the normal slate. Oh, what's the showdown? 200. He's the min. He's the, he's the min on the showdown slate. He's 300 in the captain spot. You can play it. You can play the top five players after him. I'm just gonna. 
I'm just gonna count my money <laughs> this weekend. You could fit oh, in Matt Ryan, Julio, or not Julio Jones. Oh gosh, here we go. Um, Calvin Ridley, Terry McLaurin, Gibson, and Heineke right behind him with Samuel in the captain spot. That's my DFS play of the week for you guys. <laughs> listen, listen, I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say something because I tweeted this out earlier, actually, about the my favorite low key stack in DFS at, across all spites this week was a Washington stack with Heineke, McLaurin, and Samuel because Samuel's price was three grand. Um, yeah, that's a smash. I'm making a lineup right now. <laughs> like you could do that and then get McLaurin too, or, or get Gibson too, and come back around with Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley. Like, come on now. It's easy. I'm going to be doing so many lineups with Curtis Samuel in the captain spot this weekend, but that's what I'm going to be doing. But I'm glad he's back. It was a rocky offseason for him. It was. uh, Back issues. I think he had another injury before that, if I'm not wrong. But he's back as the number two in the Washington offense. And, of course, I think Washington's pretty defined as well. Like, you're starting Terry McLaurin. If he's on your team, you're starting Gibson. Yeah, Thomas. If you, Thomas is another one of those tight ends. If you have to, like, we're not overly excited past the top, like what six tight ends. Yeah, I'm just not excited about tight ends. Like, unless I got Travis Kelsey, I'm not even excited about the other ones at this point. I mean, Darren Waller, I guess. But after that, he needs another 19 targets. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, after that week one, but yeah, I mean, same for the Atlanta Falcons. Like, you're starting Calvin Ridley. You probably, yeah. you know took Kyle Pitts high that you have to start him if you drafted him. Yeah. Like, you can't bench him after you spend a fourth-round pick on him. Like, it's just not smart. Dude, that's crazy. I just did this Samuel lineup, and, that, and I still have 900 bucks left. <laughs> I told you. I, I looked. My friend's like, Curtis Samuels is back this week. I'm like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, what, what's he at? In the normal slates, he's the min at 3K. and the showdown, he's the min at 200. Dude, that's nuts. Easy. That's crazy. I'm going to max out those 10 cent, 25 cent contests with all the lineups I can. One of them's going to hit, you know? <laughs> I just did a 10 I just did a ten dollar one, uh, 5K to first. So we'll see. Oh, there you go. Hopefully, Curtis Samuel scores, you know, like 25 in the captain's spot. But yeah, I think this one's pretty defined as well. I'd start Cordell Patterson if you need him. I'm, yeah. I really, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Yeah, I am too. I, uh, I wouldn't start Mike Davis. No. Personally, yeah, I, I, I just don't like Mike Davis. This is one of those things that we knew about before the season. Like, yeah, we knew he was gonna lose the workload. We just didn't know who who was gonna be too. When Wayne Gallman was brought in, we all thought it was gonna be Wayne Gallman, but it's actually Cordell Patterson. He's looked really, really good at the position. So, yeah, he's played well. I mean, he's always been a playmaker. I mean, he's a dynamic player. He can return kicks. He's quick. He's fast. He's agile. He's shifty. I mean. Give him the ball, he's gonna make something happen. Maybe not every time, but he's gonna he's bound to make something happen, you know. Yeah, I, I like him as a flex option if you really need one. Yeah. I'm playing him on RB two in a couple of spots because I'm just I went in zero RB and I I got lucky and lucked out and picked him up. Yeah, that's hey, that's actually not bad. That's not bad. He, at all. he was a zero RB guy, I just didn't know it. <laughs> but yeah, beyond Pitts, Patterson and Ridley, no one else I'm starting. I think Russell Gage is out this week as well. Yeah, I wasn't starting him anyway. No. I mean, you're not starting Zacchaeus. You're not starting Christian Blake. Like, nope. Nope. Not starting Amy Brown. I guess you're playing Logan Thomas if you have to. Yeah. That's about it, though. Him and, Ru- studs. 
him and Robert Tunyon this year. I don't know why. Every time I look at them on DraftKings or on my lineups, I'm like, Ugh. yeah, Robert Tunyon's gonna score like three touchdowns one of these weeks, though. Make it all no, fun. don't say that because I'm sitting in this week for Dawson Knox. Don't say that, Ryan. This well, who does he play? He plays the Steelers, so we'll we'll see how that one goes. If but... he scores one touchdown this week, I'm gonna be mad at you just for saying that. <laughs> just because I said something. Just because you said it. All right, we'll we'll see how that one goes. I'll... I'll, I'll be funny to watch, but... You're going to make me the, tell on Sunday morning. Uh, I'll get the text. Hey, <laughs> uh, he scored the first touchdown of the day, Robert Tunyon. I'm like, oh. I might try to hedge my bet or something and place uh, a bet on him to score the first touchdown of the game. First touchdown bets and me just don't have a good relationship. I I, I don't wear everything. I've never even done them because I think that's like shooting blanks. Out of a gun. Like it, it, it is, except when it's Devontae Adams because Devontae Adams like, yeah, I could pull up the stat because I forget exactly what it was, but I don't know if you saw like what his like percentage was last season. It was like in the sixties, like for the first touchdown of the game. It was like a free bet every time. <laughs> That's nuts. That's was, nuts. He had one this past weekend as well. So, first yeah, touchdown. That's, I mean, he's a touchdown machine. It's, who it's else one of the safer bets you can make? Who else? Was I said, who else? Yeah, exactly. I mean, Aaron Jones can steal, you know, a touchdown and score four times again, but. Right. That's true. That's why, a little quick aside, when I bet first touchdown bets, I like betting on the Packers a lot because it's either Aaron Jones or Devontae Adams 85% of the time. You can almost hedge your bet and still make money on it. Exactly. As, as long as they score first. If they don't score first, then you're screwed. But... <laughs> yeah, then, then, you're, then you're in trouble. <laughs> you're in trouble if they don't score first. But if they score first – you're likely going to be making some decent cash. So yeah, absolutely. That, that's my favorite bet to make on Sundays. First touchdown score to Vontae Adams. Anytime seems like free cash, especially in prime time. But right. we're the Texans versus the Bills here. And, you know, the Texans are, yeah. <laughs> so if you're in a cash DFS lineup, I'm telling you right now because I have a lot of these lineups, you're just going to win some money. Maybe you're double up, right? You're trying to win double your money. You're in a smaller contest, sing, single entry contest. You're trying to win a few bucks. Stack Buffalo. They are going to be worth the money. I'm talking Allen, Diggs, Sanders, Knox. However variation you want to do, I probably wouldn't play all three. Do two of the three of Diggs, Sanders, and Knox and run it. Run it through the building. Run it through the door because it's going to hit. It is going to hit Diggs and needs. This is the, this is the week. This is the week. We've all talked about it. Where's Stephon Diggs? What's happening? The air yard air. This is the week. Stephon Diggs is about to go berserk. I, I'm excited. They might, they're gonna blow the doors off of Houston. Even though I, I said that last week about Arizona, and they and, and they really didn't blow the doors off Jacksonville. But we don't have to talk about that. Yeah, they still covered though. They still covered. That's all that matters. Yeah, that's end. all that matters. But you know, if you're playing Houston Texans, don't play anyone outside of Brandon Cooks, and that's all I'm gonna say. Like, and I'm I'm not even keen on really starting Brandon Cooks. He's gonna go against Davis Webb, but I just think the target share is gonna be there that he's gonna produce for you. Yeah, I mean, there's gonna, I mean, what they're gonna throw the ball 20 times and he's gonna catch 40, 50 times. They're gonna be down all game, so I still don't think they're gonna throw that much. They're, and, they're gonna like accept defeat seven minutes into the game. <laughs> They're gonna get marking from 15 carries in the fourth quarter. Or yeah, they're back. Fuck it. Let's just get home. Can we get out of this, please? So yeah, I mean, you're starting Cooks. You're obviously gonna start him, but I'm not expecting a boom week. He'll get his eight, eight, nine targets, seven catches, six catches, 60 yards, something. Maybe He'll score. He's gonna play. He'll be good to not put up a dud in your fantasy lineups, but he won't win your week. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm thinking. Yep. Which I, I'm okay with at this point in the year. Like you know, what I mean. 
Like yeah. give you other guys with where you drafted Brandon Cooks. That's all you need out of them. Yep, absolutely. Just a 15 point game, but I, I agree with you. Buffalo is going to be. It, this needs to be Stefan Diggs game because I think he's the wide receiver that we're not kind of talking about. That's been kind of disappointing because he he's been throwing up average totals. Yeah. Yeah. He's been I, throwing up superstar, but. Yeah, the unreal the unrealized air yards though for him are are berserk. So. Oh, he's, he's, he's bound to break out. This is one of those where I'm not worried at all, but no one's just talking about it really that much. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm in on Stefan Diggs this week. He's going to crush. And then, you know, Emmanuel Sanders caught two touchdowns. Cole Beasley's caught, what, 11 passes. Yeah. Dawson Knox got involved. Like, they're yeah. all good targets. Uh, I'm in on all that. But we have to talk about your team next. And they're going against the New York Giants. It's your favorite player versus your favorite team. So just, just talk about it a little bit. What, what do you got? So what I'm, this is what I got going. Okay. I – uh. I'm at an impasse, right? Uh, I, I was called a closet Giants fan over <laughs> over the summer because of how how much I raved about Saquon Barkley, and while that might be true, right? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say yes or no or deny or accept those claims. I will say they're gonna lose bad. The Saints are gonna, and I, I keep saying this, but they're gonna boat race them. Like the Giants are bad. Like they're bad. It's not a good year. And they're out without Shepard. Without Slayton, Kenny Galladay's not very good. Uh, Saquon's going to get fed, but, I mean, the volume, is it going to be enough? Like, I'm starting. Yeah. Yeah, you got to start him. But I'm not expecting – I'm not really – I hope he booms. I hope he booms for one big run because other than yeah. that, I'm not going to expect anything much. I hope he scores a touchdown too. But, man, the, the Saints again. And this this one I'm going to say because – as a Saints fan, I was very, I was very flippy floppy with the Saints all offseason. I was like, okay, part of offseason, I was like, fire Sean McVay. I mean, not Sean, Sean Payton. <laughs> fire Sean Payton. Just restart. Let's get a new person in here. Let's get something new cooking, and let's get let's retool and get right back to where we were. And then at some point in the offseason, I was like, okay, the defense is still good. Like the defense can still win us football games. Marshawn Lattimore's good. You got Cam Jordan, who's been an all up. All pro, a perennial all pro. You got Tamari Davis. You got players that can play on defense that can win you ball games. Limit the turnovers on offense, and that's why I proclaim for Taysom Hill to start. Right? I, I proclaim you don't need a lot from your quarterback just to win games this year. Right? If that's your goal, is to win games, is to produce, to can stay competitive. Taysom Hill's the guy. I was wrong. That's what Jameis has done. Is limit turnovers. Besides the week two, I throw week two out of the window for the Saints because they had like seven coaches out to COVID. They had defensive players out to COVID. They were they were dismantled. I mean, they walked into Carolina, should have just thrown their hands up and forfeited because they had nobody. So I'm throwing week two out the window. I know they got beat. They lost to Sam Darnold. It wasn't close. I understand that. <laughs> They're a good team. They're going to beat New York this week. They're going to be competitive in the NFC South. I think they're going to – I, again, think that Sean Payton – can do anything with just about anybody. So you're, you're starting Alvin Kamara, obviously, right? Yep. I don't know how much else you're starting after that on the Saints. That's what's weird to me, right? So I yeah. love the Saints and DFS, the defense. I really do. Outside of that, I'm not really keen on anyone else. I will say there's one guy, one guy that I love in DFS, and it's weird. It's weird. It's Evan Ingram. Yeah, I was going to say that. It's going to get gross, but he's, he's the man, isn't he? He is he's the man. He is the man. I'm sold. 
Ryan's like, anybody at that min that I know, give it. Lock it give in. It. Anyone at the min that I, I could recognize, Curtis Samuel, give it to me. Evan Ingram, okay. I'm in. Like, hold up. Now I'm curious. Now I'm curious for what lineup we can make for that game to see what it looks like. Because Evan Ingram is going to be 200 too, isn't he? Dude, if he's 200, hold up. Let me get to it. Let me get to it. I'm going to be down in so much cash this weekend if they don't produce. Ryan's going to be robbing. <laughs> We're going, when you got when you got to risk the house, you just risk the house, you know? Okay, no, no, no. Kidding, Evan, Ingram, Evan Ingram's 6,900. So he's not the man. He's not the uh, he's not. He's not the 300. He's, he's only a normal slate guy. So it saves my bankroll another week. Yeah. But I, I will say, though, in your flex spot, if you were gonna go like, if you were gonna go Kamara as your captain, right? Because that probably seems like the play. He's only forty six hundred, so he is cheap. Yeah, he is cheap. Not bad. He's he's cheap, but he's not Curtis Samuel at the Superman. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I can't believe that. I was captain in Diami Brown with uh, watching football team game, so I'm not, I'm not gonna shy away from Curtis Samuel. Yeah, I, I did that too. And that uh, Thursday night game, I had a couple captains. With yeah, it was pretty wild. But yeah, outside of Ingram as a desperation, mostly DFS play, Saquon and Kamara, I'm not really looking to start anyone. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not either. That's that's about it. But Thanks, defense. But yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I get that. But there's a couple people... <clears throat> In the next game, that are going to be must starts, and uh, I'm not looking forward to this one, but the Kansas City Chiefs against my Eagles. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I think you should look forward to this one. I think you I should. should. You have the Eagles at the money line? <laughs> I, I think you should look forward to this. I think the Eagles are going to get, and okay, before I get burned alive for what I'm about to say, don't take, okay, actually take this as serious as you can. But take it with a grain of salt. Okay, when I say this, the Chiefs, to an extent, have been figured out. They don't cover either. And they don't cover a thing, right? But on the offensive side of the ball, when you isolate Tyreek Hill and make Mahomes and Travis Kelsey by themselves beat you, you are in the football game. You give yourself a shot, right? We saw it the first three weeks of football. They 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 are a well, the first the first the first two or the the last two the first one was first one Tyreek Hill dropped forty five points no no you're right. You saw what, you're right you saw what happened you're right they only win and, and it was a botched punt away from a loss right I think that Josh Gordon signing is bigger than all of us are making out to me and I'm not saying it for fantasy reasons but I think Andy Reid realizes we might need a wide receiver too and to get just to try. Josh Gordon just try to get anybody because I think they're missing Sammy Watkins big. Sammy Watkins was reliable. He could go out and it wasn't fantasy relevant. I understand that, but he was reliable. He could get a target and a catch when you needed him to get a catch when they were locking Tyreek and when they were locking Travis. Yeah, you, know, that guy. you, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm hesitant on the Chiefs. And obviously you're going to play Mahomes. You're playing Tyreek. You're playing Travis. I, I get that. But at the same pot, at the same time, I'm super hesitant on this team right now. I don't think they're the best team in the AFC. I don't think they should be Super Bowl favorites. I, I just I just don't. I don't team I don't think they're the best team in the AFC. That's just how I feel. You got the Chargers, Raiders, Broncos, all dominating that division. And then you got Baltimore, Cincinnati, Cleveland, and then you got Buffalo. You got Tennessee who's starting to get hot, right? They're they're hurt, but they're starting to warm up. They're starting to get better and better every week. 
this the AFC is loaded, right? So tread lightly with your Chiefs. Tread lightly, right? What's I want to? I'm, I'm curious now because you're still playing them, though. No you are. You are absolutely playing them. You are absolutely playing the Kansas City Chiefs if you have them. But again, tread lightly. Tread lightly, right? Because I think the okay. Eagles can. It's in Philly. What's the line? I'm looking right Six now. I think the Eagles cover the line because the Chiefs can just not cover. Like, That's any, tough. It's actually no, it's, moved, it's moved to seven. It's moved to seven. I'm in moved on seven. seven. I was in on six and a half. I'm in on seven. Yeah, I'm in on seven. I was the actually Chiefs, not in on six I, and a half. My friends have kept throwing this around. We talk about this a lot. The Chiefs in their last like 14 games are like 112 and one against the spread. Like they just can't cover the spread. Yeah, they're like Alabama. They're like Alabama. They don't cover the Pretty spread. Pretty much. They have a big game this weekend, too. Can't wait for that. That, that was a lot about the draft. I'm excited. You know what was that. funny, dude? You know what was hilarious? I was sitting with my dad in Alabama. We were you know, gambling, and my dad was like, What do you think about Alabama 49 and a half? And I was like, no, they're not covering that. They never covered. He goes, but, dude, they're going to blow them out. And I was like, oh, they'll beat them. But I said, they'll probably beat them at 49. And guess what they won by? 49. Yeah. I was like, yeah. they don't cover, Dad. They never cover. No bet on the crystal bet on the cover. The lines cover. are so well made, like, in college especially. Dude, Vegas is – with college football, Vegas is, like, shooting darts. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely nuts. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I like the Eagles. I like – Jalen Hurts, I like them to cover. I don't know if they're going to win, but... Oh, and Devontae Smith is a must-start this week. Yeah, he's getting all the air yards and the targets. It's just, you know, something's not working out there. I don't know what it is. It happens, you know. I mean, you've seen it with Stephon Diggs. You've seen it with Calvin Ridley yeah. a little bit. Uh, it takes a while, and sometimes you just miss, and that happens. You know, you miss a throw. A receiver maybe hesitated, took, took too long of a step, you know, overran it, underran it. It happens. I understand that. But the air yards are there, the targets are there, and this Chiefs defense couldn't cover anything with a tarp, right? So I'm in on Devontae Smith, I'm in on Jalen Rager this week. The fact that he's not owned in every in every league is beyond me. I've I've got Rager and I've got Sanders stashed on so many redraft benches, it's crazy. Because Emmanuel Sanders and Jalen Rager, they were free. Free. Free money. Like you're just giving me players that are producing. Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, I love Quez Watkins, though, as much as anyone else. He, he's been yeah, producing. The targets aren't there for me. The I know. They need to be, though. If, if the targets are there, I want to see what, what what's going to happen. But, yeah. You know, the one thing I could take away from the game against the Cowboys is Jalen Hurts looked abysmal and still scored about 22 fantasy points. So the floor is there. Oh, yeah. We just got to see the he, ceiling a little bit more. And then he had an infamous quote when he said, yep. you know, when you take a shit, you flush it. I was like, dude, that's elite. You flush that shit away. <laughs> love, love to see it out of QB1, but the team that beat the Eagles we're going to talk about next. We have the Panthers and the Cowboys, and obviously the Panthers were responsible for the number one waiver wire pickup of the week with Chuba Hubbard, obviously after the CMC injury, which sucks significantly on I'm bummed about that. Yeah, that's awful. Purge up. We're going to see what Sam Darnold can really do with DJ Moore. DJ Moore looked excellent last week. So, again, I'm going to go back because I tweet a lot, so I can really just preface any any conversation. <laughs> Anything with a tweet. Right. Hey, I say, I said this in a tweet, so this is how we're going to start this conversation. About a couple months ago, I tweeted out saying DJ Moore is a superstar or on the way to being a superstar because of his yards per reception. Everyone's like, oh, if you're using that as a stat, then this guy who had seven catches in his but career. Man. 
Yeah. 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 When you're averaging that as regards per reception, I forgot what the exact number was for his career. With who, who's his quarterbacks been? Teddy Bridgewater, Cam Newton. Like these are these are elite arm talent quarterbacks. Kyle, Kyle Allen for a little bit. Kyle, right, like bums. Sorry, but bums. He's a stud, dude. And now he's got a guy that Sam Darnold looks competent. He looks like. Was that necessary? <laughs> he went for it. He knew you were recording. Right, was that necessary? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry to throw my train of tra- uh, my thought my thought track off, but I will say Sam Darnold looks competent. Dallas not the best defense. DJ Moore's a smash play. Sam Darnold's a smash play. Terrace Marshall's a flyer playing DFS. I like it. I like. It. I don't like Trevor Hubbard as much as some people. Yeah. but he's worth a stash on redraft benches at the yeah. men. See what he can do. Here's the thing. So this is my thought process, right? If I'm in a league with Fab, and I'm in a league that matters. Pretty significantly, not I'm not spending any fab on Chubba Hubbard unless I own CMC. Like it doesn't do anything for me. Like, are you starting? Ch- are you with confidence actually starting Chubba Hubbard this week? I'm not. No. No. So unless I'm the CMC owner, where I need a starter, I need a running back to play this week. I would blow my fab on him. I, I might even get up to all my fab on Chubba Hubbard because I know I have that insurance the rest of the year with CMC. Right. Yeah. That's how valuable CMC is. You need insurance. I get that. But if I don't have CMC, I'm not I'm not blowing fifty percent of my fab on Chuba Hubbard, who's not even gonna crack my rotation. I think I think people get lost in the in the sauce when it comes to these running backs on the waiver wire. Oh, I need him, I need him, I need him. Is he gonna play? No. Why are you spending your fab on players that are not gonna play for you? I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. It seems like a weekly thing. Yeah. At this it is. at this rate it's weekly. What was it? Week one was Elijah Mitchell. <coughs> week two week two, who was it? Week two. I forget. Week three it was Madison, and yeah, now Madison. it's going to be P. Ryan. No, no, Madison. it's not P. Ryan, is it? I, I hope it's not, but that's, that's not. Mixon's hurt. Why? I so just, Mixon I might, feel, he didn't even go to the locker room last night. I don't know. I just feel like it might happen. You never know. People like people like spending their fab on running backs. It's just a proven fact. No, you're right. You but I don't know if those people have fab left. Yeah. Yeah. After, after those three, Mitchell, Madison, and Hubbard. I still got I got a bunch of my fab in a lot of leagues because I didn't need Mitchell. That's the thing. People just spend the fab. Oh, I can trade him. Huh. No, you didn't. You clearly spent the most on him. Who's gonna trade with you with the way you valued him? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. It's it's, it. it's confusing, but we're you know as for the Dallas side, you're starting Dak, you're starting Zeke, you're starting Cooper, you're starting. Lamb easy like those are easy Schultz, starts if you're awesome. Schultz if you need a tight end I'm okay Schultz, Schultz I like Schultz I think he overtook Jarwin I I think he did and I will say this uh, the Carolina defense is young hot and fine so tread lightly I don't I don't like any of the Dallas Cowboys in DFS honestly I don't so yeah, DFS is different than you know redraft it is so. it is you right in redraft you're starting you're starting you're, you're playing all these guys yeah absolutely Schultz, absolutely. But in DFS, I'm trying lightly with these guys. Well, DFS, there we can talk about DFS in a little bit after this game because there's a lot of value at running back right now. Yeah, there is. Ooh. Gibson and Swift are locks, but Elijah maybe. Mitchell's a lock too. Yeah, a lot, a lot of good value on DFS. But speaking of Elijah Mitchell, we're going to talk about his team. We got the Seattle Seahawks who haven't looked the greatest, and the 49ers who have looked good, except you know. 
was a last second kick. He gave Aaron Rodgers 36, you know, more seconds than you should have. He gave him <laughs> one, but it is what it is. 49ers haven't looked terrible. Uh, you gotta you gotta start George Kelly, you gotta start DK. Like it's this is one of those easy ones. Like this is an easy matchup for me in terms of starting and sitting. Yeah, I, I 100 percent agree with that. I think that uh I think Elijah Mitchell's a smash play. I think he is. If he plays, you know he's gonna get the work. They don't like what they have in Trey Sermon. No, they I don't. don't. Think, I don't think they want Kyle Uchak to be the guy. Um they love Elijah Mitchell. They played him. We've seen yep. that they'll play him, right? And Seattle sucks against running backs. I mean, they're terrible. Smash play. Uh, Chris Carson, you're playing him. Matt Cavlock at Wilson. I love them this week. I uh, I have not been really that huge of a fan of what I've seen from San Francisco. Uh, not Especially on the defensive side of the ball. I think that this team can really roll. I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, you're starting Kittle. You're starting Debo. I don't think you're starting Ayuk. No, not yet. One more week. <coughs> but uh, I need one more, at least. Yeah, I, I think I agree with so that. Last week was promising. I agree with that. I uh I, I think I need one more week, like you said, just, just to hammer out exactly what I want to see. Yeah, exactly. Snapchat's been going up, so it's been looking it's been looking better and better. Yeah, absolutely has. Absolutely. Like, if if he's on your team at this point, you you should have been holding him through the first two weeks and week three, like you saw, it warrants enough for a bench spot, so I'm okay yeah. stash him on the bench for at least one more week. And if, you know, he somehow lands in Kyle Shanahan's doghouse again, then you can consider dropping him if he goes back in. But I don't think he will. Yeah. He's too talented, too. Yeah, I don't think he'll go back in. I think that they're. it seems like they're just trying to get him back in, back in the swing. swing of things. Might have been an injury. I don't, I don't know. But, yeah. Mitchell, you're starting, you're starting Samuel at this point, even though he's looked a little, a little worse than, yeah. you know. First two weeks, you're starting Kittle because you drafted him to start him, and, and that's about it. And he had a bounce back week last week. I'm okay starting Kittle. Yeah, I'm cool with it as well. And then Matt Cap, Lockett, and Wilson, Carson, easy starts. Yeah, must start. I, I don't think we need to elaborate much more on those guys. They're they're good at football. Like, what else do you want us to say? Oh, you got you got something? I, I got something. Say, I got a but... sleeper. I got a sleeper. A guy that I've had in my back pocket. And I purposely haven't tweeted about this guy because I'm keeping him in my back pocket. But I'll tell you guys, if you're listening, if you're tuned in here, welcome to the Friday Night Show. You get the sleeper of the week. Sleeper of the week, Will Disley. Will, Will Disley look good. Big That's Will Disley. With Gerald Everett out, with Gerald Everett out, he's going to catch a touchdown. Take your prop you bets. For like two weeks. Hammer, the, hammer the over on the .5 touchdowns for Will Disley. He's going to catch it. Anytime score. I like it. What was it, two, three years ago when he was a tight end one for like three, four weeks stretch? Yeah, he can play. Nuts. He's a Talent's big old there. boy. Big old Talent's boy. there. I, I'm with it. He's probably really cheap on DFS as well. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I think he's men, so. Yeah, but Evan Ingram's there. So what, what am I supposed to do? Oh, <laughs> he got to make me choose now. <laughs> uh, That's going to be tough. Yeah, but a bunch of easy starts. I'll, I'll flex one of them, which is something you should never do. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. Next up, we have the Cardinals versus the Rams. I think this is game of the week. Well, I can't say that. Hold on. Pause. Second game of the week. No, it's Sunday game night game. Week. No, it's game of the week. I, I, I'm looking forward to the one later more. I, I, I understand the hype. I do because the storyline. This is this is the match of a better teams, but the storyline for the later one is so much. I think it outweighs it for me. 
That's fair. That's I mean, I'm not going to argue. This with is, that. It's Brady. Yeah, it's and, Brady and going back to New England. I mean, obviously with Gronk, with Gronk who's doubtful now, but. With Gronk, with AB, yes. I get that. I get all of that. But at the same time, I think the best football of the week that we're going to see is in this Cardinals-Rams game. Yeah, I'm I, excited. I agree. And, you know, it, it's kind of iffy for me on the Cardinals' side. Of course, Kyler Murray's a must-start. Of course, yeah. we're starting DeAndre Hopkins. But DeAndre Hopkins, after that rib injury, did not look the hottest last week. Nope. A.J. Green looked like his 2012 self in the second half. Chris, Christian Kirk's my start for Arizona. I like it. I like what Arizona's I see. Arizona's got a lot of weapons. They do. They do. They do. And they also got two running backs that are more than capable of yep. producing, right? The defense looks better. Uh, J.J. Watt was a huge addition. Uh, the Rams. I mean, what I mean, what else can we say? I mean, are they good? To, to, to this, to me, right now, to me, they're the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. Like, right I, now. I can see it. I mean, I don't know if they're my odds. Uh, favorite to win i think they're my favorite to make it there but i don't, I don't know like i get it oh they beat the buccaneers once we get it it happened it's a week three game i get all that right but it's not even that like what i've seen from the rams is just diabolical i mean they're they're surgically dismantling teams like it's the same team that it was with goff but a significant upgrade at quarterback so like they're going to go far in the playoffs, don't get me wrong. I just don't know if I'm ready to throw them in as Super Bowl favorites, and that might be a mistake by me, but I don't know. Who, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not writing off the Buccaneers or the Chiefs. No, you can't. You never can. No, but again, they can bounce I mean, back easy. If yo, the Bucs get that secondary this week in their back. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised against the Eagles either, but that's just my luck. But, <laughs> but yeah, I have to ask the question. Is Cooper Cup going to continue his dominance this week, or is it Robert Woods' week? Oh, it's Cooper Cup week. I, I agree. I was on the Cooper Cup train uh, the moment Stafford came to town. He was wide receiver four just two years ago in fantasy. Cooper Cup's is dying, dude. Cooper Cup's is Unreal. Like, I had the touchdowns. The one play, every time I talk about Cooper Cup, the one play that comes to my head is that play in London against, what was it, Cincinnati? Yeah. When he went from like this side of the field, came around, got a block, went this way, this way, and just scored. And I was like, "What is this? What are we watching?" Absolute stud. He's the wide receiver one right now in PPR formats, and I expect that to continue at least this week. I don't know what he's going to finish as. Maybe we can make a prediction in you know two or three weeks, but yeah. it's it's really early on now. But I think he's a top ten lock at the bare min. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's top twelve. For sure, lock, lock. I mean, yeah. you could take that to the bank. I, I hope we see an improvement from Robert Woods because everything else has impressed me. Or yeah, everyone else has impressed me on the Rams roster. Deshaun's impressed me. That big grab. Van Jefferson had that big grab in Week One. Higby's been producing. Daryl Henderson when he's in. Daryl Henderson looks good when he's in. Exactly. So and the Rams are a scary all-around football team because they have this offense, and then you come around with. Donald the Ramsey on the defense, and it doesn't get any easier. So I got no, like floor. It might even get favorites. harder against that defense. It might even get harder. Yeah, I, I'm eager to see what Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins does. Because <laughs> I saw a couple I, tweets today that Hopkins is moving down those rankings. He's going down. Who? Weekly rankings and DeAndre Hopkins. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm I think you said Kyler. I was like, no, no, no. True, but yeah, this, this is probably gonna be the best. You know, overall. 
football of the week. I don't think it's going to be game of the week. Like I said, I like the one matchup later we're going to talk about a little bit because there's a lot of good games this week. Like Cleveland, Minnesota is going to be a good game. Yeah. Uh, Rams, Cardinals, Seahawks, 49ers, Baltimore, Denver, who I believe we're probably getting to next. Yep. Or no, it's their one after the struggling Steelers versus the Packers. Oh. This, yeah. this could be good, but I don't know. I just I want to say something know. because I think I've said that like five times. I just want to say something. But uh, I, I'm i sorry to all you Steelers fans. I really am. But at the same time, I'm not because my brother's a diehard Steelers fan, and you guys are bad. And I will say, actually, I also have a bet going with uh, Jacob Sanderson, RTDB. He's been a show, our guest on the show before that they would make the playoffs. And uh, I regret that. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think they're making the playoffs, buddy. Like, should I, I think I might text and be like, hey, can I? Hey, can I pay this now? Or can I get a cash out option instead of 25? Can I pay 20 now? Like, can I? It does not look good. The offensive line looks not good. There's nobody to block. Nobody. They're missing Claypool this week, so fantasy for Juju and Deion. I think that's not confirmed, but he got listed in the injury report late. It's not confirmed yet. I, I, I don't want to say that. I think I jumped the gun a little bit there. But... You scared me. I was like, hold up. I got to fix my lineups. I got Claypool in a lot. So. Well, it's he, he was a late add to the injury report. So I like, did see I that. Presume. I saw he was questionable. I did see that. And Deontay got a full practice in, so it looks like Deontay's good. Juju's up in the air still, so it's – I think this is more of a when we do our Sunday start sick question we can answer, you know, yeah. the start of the Steelers because we don't know who's going to start for them. But yeah. Josh, it's a lock. I can't believe he got 19 targets, bro. 14 catches. 14 catches. Like. Unbelievable. So this, like, I'm confused because last year the Steelers' problem was they couldn't run the football, right? Mm-hmm. So they had it compensate by doing these short passes to Deontay Johnson and Juju and Claypool and whatnot. And then they go and draft a running back. And then they continue to do the short passes. Like, I don't... Yeah, because they didn't fix the O-line. Nothing changed. You just got to do that. Nothing changed. Nothing changed. This is abysmal. It's going to be a long season for... Like, it it feels like you went... It feels like to fix... It's like, I got. let's say I'm hot. Like, I went out and worked out, right? And instead of going and sitting in front of a fan or drinking cold water, I went out and like tanned. Tanned, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Help. No, no, you're doing the same thing. Same, thing. <laughs> same, same process, different results. You know, like you know, just going <laughs> no, to the running back. Process, same time. results. You guys aren't winning. Well, well, you're going to the running back this time. They didn't check down to James Conner all last year. Not at no. all. But yeah, no as for Green Bay, it's this. Green Bay is another, like I said, we were talking about the first touchdown bets earlier. It's it's easy. Adams, Jones, Rodgers, Locks, and then Tanya if you have to. Yeah. Yep. That's that's pretty easy. Self-explanatory. Yep, absolutely. So next up, you you, you got a little ahead of us there. Next <laughs> up, we have yeah. the Ravens and the Broncos, which should be a fantastic matchup. I'm this excited. is Denver's true test. It is. It is. Uh, it's gonna be a good game. Oh and nine. <laughs> Come I uh, I actually like the Broncos in this game. I think that uh, I like what I've seen from Teddy Two Gloves. I like what I've uh, I've seen from Sutton. Sutton's looked all right. I like what I've seen from that offense in general. I know they're without Hamler, they're without Judy. Uh, Tim Patrick's a more than serviceable wide receiver. Yep. Like he's underrated. And then you got that defense. That defense is tough. And I get it. They played own nine teams. They played the Giants and the Jets, who are just trash at football. I get all that. 
But then they get Baltimore, and everyone's like, okay, this is the major test. And I'm like, it is the major test, but then again, they're at home. They're at home. It's tough to it is tough to travel to Denver from all the way from Baltimore. That's one thing. And now you gotta play in Denver the mile high. Hard to win there. I don't I, I'm not even I don't I don't think it's a true test. I mean it, it's a test. It is definitely a test to see exactly where where on the barometer we need to put the, this the is barometer. A test. It's they'll, definitely they'll the first the, they'll have the Chiefs and the Chargers later in the season. That that whole division is really going to be the test for me to see exactly where we need to put this team. Because I think they're a top 15 team in the NFL. I uh, I think that defense is more than enough to, to catapult them into that into that echelon, into that category. Uh, yeah. But I want to see them beat like, teams like the Chiefs, the Chargers. And I get it, the Ravens are still good. I'm not writing off the Ravens, but it's tough to travel to Denver without, without really anybody, no running back. I mean, you get Bateman coming back. How healthy is he going to be? You have Sammy Watkins. You got Marquise Brown. Can he hold on to the football? You got Andrews. The offense is good in Baltimore. I'm not a huge fan of what I've seen from their defense. So I, I'm ready. I, this is going to be the game I'm really intrigued to watch, honestly. I agree. It's, it's going to be a great game. We have to talk about a little injury news, though. I don't know if you saw the Melvin Gordon got a questionable tag at it today. I did not he, see that. He injured his ribs, I believe, in practice. So he's questionable. They're, they're going out again. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Questionable with the ribs and a leg injury. So this might be Javante Williams' week to steal the backfield and not look back. But we're gonna we're gonna see what's gonna happen with Melvin Gordon. I don't know. Yeah, I, before I get before I say something I don't want to say, I hope Melvin Gordon's okay. Yeah, agreed. I do. <laughs> Good player. RB fifteen so far. But man. I'm excited. I'm excited. I want to see what Javante's got. I want to see it. This is, is going to be like his chance to take it. Yeah, it is. It is. And that's unfortunate for Melvin Gordon. But yeah, I didn't want it to come as an injury. I wanted it to just come as Javante out, outright outplaying. Yeah. Melvin Gordon's look good so far. So yeah. Like, yes. I'm impressed. What else can we say? But this is very late in the week to draw a questionable tag. Yes, it is. Yeah, On that's right. Like, we'll see. We'll see what happens. They got a late game, so like, I don't know if I test it. But if Melvin Gordon sits, start Javante because this this might be the week. Yeah, I'll wait for. Yeah, yeah. Last week we saw him get in the end zone. It was uh not a boom week by any stretch of the imagination, but he did. He was fantasy. Right. He was fantasy relevant. If you started him, you were okay with what he produced. So uh, imagine, imagine the volume coming. I mean, imagine what you're getting then, right? Uh, touchdown upside always, and then you're getting twenty, hopefully twenty, twenty plus carries, right? So, I'm okay starting Javante. Uh, probably, I think I'm okay starting him either way. I, mm-hmm. it's hard, it's hard, it's hard. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm excited for uh, for this game. I really am. It's gonna be a good one. Yeah. As for the Ravens side, I think it's just Lamar and Andrews at this point. Hollywood Brown as well. After last week, I don't know if I'm excited about Hollywood Brown. But I'm still okay starting. I mean, he's getting the targets. Yeah. He's getting the air yards. I mean, he's getting opportunities to score touchdowns. He's just got to catch football. So I think those those problems can fix themselves within a matter of a, a day. I mean, even a play. Yeah. You drop one, oh, shake it off. I get it. He dropped two. Okay, shake it off. Go out there and play next week. Catch football. I mean, I'm okay starting so, Mark Brown. I want to see what we're shopping. Really yeah, I'm excited. 
Yeah. Hopefully he gets a good snap share in, we, in his first week playing, but yeah. we'll see if they kind of ease him back in with injury. Absolutely. So that should be good. And, you know, we finally made it there to the to the big storyline of the week, Buccaneers versus Patriots. Whoever scheduled this, like I said, you get a raise pretty easy, especially especially with the timing about how Brady's going to break the passing record in Foxborough on a different team. Like – how many yards does he need? It's like sixty. It's like this is, it's a sure it's a sure thing that he's breaking it this week. Oh, dude, the storyline got better. Oh, it, I, didn't know I think the, I think the odds bets is if he breaks in the first quarter or not. It's like that's where we're at. Wow, I thought it was a couple hundred. Okay. No, it's it's like sixty. I want to say sixty-eight. Oh wow! Wow. So it's really he's gonna get it in like one quarter. Yeah, he'll. Yep, yeah, you'll probably hit that. Oh, the first quarter though. New England's still got a good defense. I mean, I think they're gonna the Buccaneers are gonna win, but they got a good defense. You know Bill Belichick's gonna game plan the game of his life. Like, come on. <laughs> the Patriots are gonna be ready for this game. Like, I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. So No. I think we're gonna get a good game on Sunday night, but I don't think I'm starting many Patriots at all. I don't think I'm starting any. I, Maybe, no, I, I'm probably starting Jacoby Myers. If yeah, if I really Need someone, Jacoby Myers could, you know, fill in. But as for running backs, I'm not really a fan of anyone. No, no. I, I, I'd start Jacoby Myers just because I, I know the Look at the volume. I know the volume's there. So I'm starting Jacoby Myers. But after that, I'm, I'm not starting anybody. So Tom right. Brady sits 67 yards out. 67? I was one off. I was close. And it was in the 60s. But, yeah, that's going to be really – Really, something to see him break the un or the record in a different uniform. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be in that stadium. I, I wonder mean, what tickets are going for. I'll have to does, look into that later, just to see it, what they're going it, for. Does it get more picture perfect than that? No. Like, bro, really, how the hell is it lined up for Tom Brady to go back into New England? A year and a half after he left New England. And, of course, it's the exact time he's about to break the passing yard record after coming off a Super Bowl win. I mean, what the – what is going on? They, they mapped it out so pretty. They did. They were like, let's see, let's see if we do our calculations. And- if we do our calculations on Tom Brady having, you know, one okay game, then he's going to break the passing yard record in a week four. And we're going to yeah. be – we're going to have all eyes on us. It's definitely going to be the most viewed game of the day by a mile. Oh, dude, it might break records. It might. It could. It's it got it's got the perfect spot on the primetime game. And what what's everyone going to be doing on Sunday night? Watching football. Watching football, and they're going to be watching. I I think even you know, super casual fans that you know, aren't super into the sport like we are, are going to be tuning in on Sunday night. Oh, it's, it, it's going to be a spectacle. Yeah, it's going to be on everybody's TV. I mean, it's it is. It just is. I, I think it's I think it's like bigger than football almost at this point. Yeah, we're getting. And, oh, it. yeah, of course. I mean, the narratives write themselves. The story writes itself. Uh, at the end of the day, who cares? I mean, Tom. What are they going to win? Thirty-four to twenty. Nobody cares. They care about the passing yards that Tom Brady walked into New England and won. And like, they're not going to care about the like. Personally, they're not really going to care about the actual football going on. They're going to care about what's the, the underlying meaning of after, afterwards, right? So, have you seen some of the bets? What are what 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 some what are some of the bets? Some of the bets that are thrown out there are crazy. I wanna I wanna you know <coughs> pull it up just to make you know sure because they're actually bizarre. I know the one was Tom Brady to break his career passing record touchdowns 
at Gillette, so we it's over six and a half touchdowns, I think. Like some of these bets are crazy that they're yeah. throwing out. Okay, well he's not throwing seven touchdowns on Sunday night. There's a whole category on DraftKings Sportsbook that just says Brady bets. Like that's how big this game is. He's a whole category to vote to himself. <laughs> that's nuts. I'll, I'll read off a couple. A number of completed passes for Tom Brady to get over 67 and a half passing yards. The over is five and a, or the over under is five and a half. Overs favored. So. So we need so six passes to get 67 yards. Yep, six or more. I I would go under. The, you think he's getting a deep ball? And then here's some crazy ones. Well, the one who doesn't even need a deep ball. He gets two 20 yard passes to Godwin and Evans, and that's 40. True, it is, it is completions, it's not attempts. So, got that going for you. Yeah. The one is 67 yards in the first quarter, and then the crazy ones. Over six and a half passing touchdowns. Crew high at Foxborough, 18 to one to throw seven touchdowns. No. Why would you ever? You know, no. I know. I'm just saying they, they put out crazy bets. Yeah, that's over nuts. 443 passing yards. Crew high at Foxborough, 12 to one. So wait, this would be his career high in Foxborough, and it wouldn't even be for the Patriots. Yeah, if he throws four hundred forty-four yards, I would bet on that. That I seems like a storyline story that writes itself. Yeah, that 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 seems juicy. I don't know why, but that seems. All cool. right, and then there's one more that I want to talk about. He's got one more in the column. Which Tampa Bay player will catch the record-breaking pass? Ooh. Well, uh, you got Chris Godwin at. Plus thirty-three, or not, not plus thirty-three hundred. I'd take that all day. Plus three hundred thirty. Got Mike Evans at four hundred, AB at four fifty, and then Bray at five fifty, Leonard Fournette at seven fifty, and then OJ Howard, Tyler Johnson, almost at ten to one. And then I like this one just because I might. It's Scotty Miller that you like, isn't it? No, Scotty Miller thinks hurt. Scotty Miller's an IR. Oh no! Yeah, he's hurt. That was gonna be Ronald Jones. I'm betting on Ronald Jones to catch this pass. I'm probably not gonna throw much on it. He's thirty to one. I mean, those odds are crazy, but I mean, that's uh, not gonna be Ronald Jones. He, he might sneak his way out of the field. He might catch the pass. Sneak his way on. He's gonna just he might sneak his way on. He might, he might, you know, not look at Bruce Arians <laughs> as he walks out of the field. I feel like that would be a good narrative as well. But I like OJ Howard as well at eight to one. But I like yeah. I like those Antonio Brown odds. I think. It's it's just a, it's basically a lottery ticket at this point. Oh, I mean, you're, yeah. I mean, what the hell are we? I mean, we're gambling on a catch. We're gambling on a singular catch that has to be a defined amount of yards at a defined a single, at a single point of time. Like it has to be a bad catch. You you know what? You know what I'm gonna bet on? Tom Brady himself is a hundred to one. Is he really? He's on there to catch his own pass. You know how the good that would be. That they- the fact that they put that on there cracks me up. I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for all the chaos. Let Tom Brady. That'd catch be ridiculous, home. but yeah, you you only start one Patriot. You're starting every Buccaneer basically <laughs> you can possible. Yeah. Lennon Fournette's probably worth a, a flex spot started the very men. Yeah, I, I would avoid the tight ends if Gronk's out. Yeah, of course, but you're and you're starting EB Godwin or Evans at yep, this point absolutely. in the season. And of course, you're starting Brady. You get you get to double down on the narrative, and on him, you know, having a fantastic offense. Yeah. Tom Brady, I think there's zero odds that Tom Brady's not going to have a night. Yeah, he's, he's going to play well. 
I know New England has a better defense in some of these matchups, like Herbert, who we're going to talk about next year. And, like, who, who else is on this list as it? Josh Allen against the Texans. I still like Brady, man. I think he's going to be a top five QB this week. So here's the thing, right? I don't want to dis- I don't want to discredit that what I'm about to say because I think it is important. Bill Belichick's a great coach. Like he I, is. Said, I think he's going to game plan the game of his life. Or, gonna, or he's, he's going to be like, fuck it. And I don't think Bill Belichick's this kind of guy, but the possibilities out there, he's like, fuck it. I just let Tom Brady just run his run shot for it's his night. Let him do him. I don't think gonna do that. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. So yeah, I, I, especially I, after that Super Bowl, people oh, people yeah. are coming at Bill's legacy after that Super Bowl. They are. They are. He's gonna try to. He win is, Bill Bel- I think Bill Belichick is something to prove Sunday night. <laughs> That's crazy, me dude's got like six Super Bowls. He has nothing. I know, to- but uh, but to the but to the general people, not not to, not to like you know, <laughs> to some people. They think Brady proved him, or Brady, you know, made him. So, like, it's not true, but Bill does have some doubters out there, and this is the night to prove them all wrong. So, it's going to be a fantastic game. I'm looking forward to the most. Primetime Sunday night. Records will be broken. Yeah. Passing records, viewership records. Yeah. It, it's all going to be, you know, smash. Yeah, it's gonna we be have one fun. final game to talk about. The Monday night game. Which is usually the first Monday night game of the year in the second slot. They just kind of didn't do that. They usually put the Raiders and the Chargers in there, or the Raiders and the Broncos, or something like that. But yeah. we had the Raiders and the Chargers. You were talking about the over earlier. It's a juicy total at fifty-one. I think this game's going to get up there, dude. It's going to be a bloodbath because I think that Herbert, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, if he's healthy, I believe he he will play. You got Austin Eckler, right? Uh, Stud offense. I mean, the offensive line's much improved. Then you got, I mean, I don't know. Because now that I'm thinking about it, the over doesn't seem so enticing because the Chargers' defenses look good. They got Asante Samuel. He's played blocked down at quarter. You got Derwin James, who's finally back, finally healthy. Uh, so maybe I'm not as enticed to play the over as I, I once was. I, I might have to look into it a little more because I think the Chargers' defense is better than we're giving them credit for. Uh, on the flip side, their car and the Raiders are moving. Like and they might be getting Josh Jacobs back. They know how to play baseball. Oh, baseball. Sorry, they know how to play football. <laughs> You're locked in on the parlay. Well, the parlay is not doing me so well. I'm three out of four. Ah, yeah, it went colder than the hour. Ah, hate to see it. Well, I got three hit. And Tampa Bay's winning, Kansas mm-hmm. City's winning, and Toronto's winning. But Atlanta is not beating the Mets, and that needs to change in the bottom of the uh, top of the seventh year. So. Ah, yeah, it got limited time. We'll, we'll, we'll see how that ends, but yeah, right. yeah I agree. They might be getting Josh Jacobs back. Darren Waller needs more targets. Brian Edwards has looked good on his limited targets. Yeah, yeah. Henry Ruggs has looked really good. Exactly. They both look fantastic. Derek Carr's look, you know, like you said, amazing. MVP yep. race worthy. Yeah. And then of course the Chargers. Mike Williams. Wow, what a miss by me. <laughs> yeah. Same. Hey, same here, brother. I know it happens, but wow. I mean, I was told by one of my most trusted colleagues in this space, and Christian, we all know Christian Williams, great guy. Uh, we were at the expo, and uh, it was the the little party night, and I, uh, they, they, him and Randy from the cut needed a drive a ride home, so I took them back to, or to their hotel. And as I'm driving them back, Christian's in the back seat, and he goes, "Matt, you got to get Mike Williams." And I was like, "Dude, no, I'm not going to get Mike." I told him <laughs> in face, I was like, "No, I'm not. No, stop. I don't believe you can't stay healthy. I'm not. I'm not in on Mike Williams." 
And he goes, okay. And then like after week two, I tweeted, I said, I'm sorry. My bad. You were, getting, you were getting insider info at that place. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I had a time staring me in my face telling me I didn't listen. To you, you, had it, you had it in person. The Mike Williams is going to be a stud basically. And uh, it's, it's no, I tough. Think I think the conversation started because he was like, yeah, is it he was like, is it crazy to have Mike Williams in my top 24 wide receivers this year? And I looked at him, I go, yes. And now I'm looking at him, I'm like, dude, my bad. Yo. Now, now he's guaranteed to finish top 24. Right. I'm like, shit. <laughs> that's that's tough. But, yeah, both offenses look fantastic. Chargers look like they might be playing for a Super Bowl here in a little bit. Yeah, they're good, dude. They're real good. They're well on their way. They have the rookie contract we talked about in one of our earlier shows <laughs> with Justin Herbert. So they have all the money, right? They have the right players. They could go for it. So it'll be interesting to see how this game plays out. But, Matt, do you have any final words for us as we wrap up the show here? I don't. Uh, it's going to be a good weekend for football. We'll be back Sunday morning with Start Sit, I believe. Uh, so uh, if you have any questions, you can tweet them at me. I probably will be doing a Start Sit thread probably oh. tomorrow morning. Maybe. We'll have the YouTube up by then, I'm pretty sure, so we can get That's questions awesome. live. Yeah, so we'll be taking questions live. You can always send me your questions over Twitter, at Matthew Frosty, at RyanPros underscore FF. You can send us your questions. I'll be uh, probably tweeting out to start sick, ask me anything, probably tomorrow morning, answering most of those live on Sunday. So thank you guys for joining us. It's been a blast. Ryan, thank you. Of course, this was fun. It was always a great time talking football with you. I'm, I'm glad we found a time slot to make it work for, like, all of us, and then we have our separate shows. I, I like the new schedule. Yeah, it's fun. We'll, it's fun. We'll, we'll iron that out as we go on because we're going to be – I want to talk some DFS with you before those Thursday night games. So we're, we're going to iron the schedule out. I, I'm not going to lie, though. I kind of dig the Friday night. I don't know it's, why. It's it's a good it's a good time spot. Like, I'm in a right? good mood. It's Friday night. Like it's, You got parlays going. Football's tomorrow. You got college tomorrow. Oh, I got a big college football parlay. You want that live real quick? Why not? Why not? Because I'm I'm excited for college football. Because actually, a little bit we can talk about the NFL draft. Like Matt Corral is going to play Alabama, and that's like a big. That's the big test. So here's, so here's the parlay because this thing is going to win you some money, and it's a lock. Like I I'm not wanting to lock anything, but this is a lock. Okay, you're taking Georgia Tech plus three and a half against Pittsburgh. Okay, lock, lock. I mean that Pittsburgh's not good. Lock that in, right? You're taking the under in the UCF Navy game because Navy doesn't score points. Okay. They don't move the ball. I think me, Ryan, and Spencer, the three hosts of this show, could score as many points as Navy. Okay. <laughs> You're taking the over right now, the over of Ole Miss and Alabama sits at 79 and a half. That game's going to be a shootout. Uh, as long as it doesn't touch 80, I'm hitting the over on that. And then my last one, let me find it, is NC State, who I understand, I understand upset Clemson, and they're a good football team. They're not beating anybody by 19 points. They're giving Louisiana Tech 19 points. They're not going to win by that many. I understand they're good. They're not going to win by 19. Lock in LT plus 18 and a half. There's your four 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 leg parlay. There you go. Take it to the bank, and uh, we can win some money this weekend. Exactly. That's, that's what we're all about. Winning money this weekend as well. But yeah, lots of showdowns. I'm just enter it. Yeah, well, lots of showdowns, lots of parlays. We got it all cooking here. Maybe we'll do some – well, maybe we'll change the data on this show back and forth. If we're feeling Friday shows, we'll do Fridays. Parlay's looking better, but, yeah, I, I do want to talk some Thursday night showdowns with you because, like, oh, CJ yeah. Osama was a miss last night for me. I'm just going to say that one. <laughs> yeah, so, in the one – so, I did – I won yesterday in day baseball. So, I was like, okay, I can I can, I can, can 
get a little fervent. Let's get a little spending with this Thursday night slate. So I did a $33 entry, Ooh. single entry. And I was like, okay, I got I to gotta play a cash lineup because I just want to win money. I, I just don't want to lose here because this is 33 yep. bucks. This is kind of important. So I put Uzama in. And I made seventy back. I didn't win first. I was I, I actually. You didn't win first, but you played Uzama, so it was it was okay. And I won seventy back, so I was okay with that. I was okay. There you go. I, I, I did I show you my lineups? I matched yeah. under the the quarter this to the ten cent one, and I didn't put Uzama in a single one, and that was a big mistake. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of auto tape Uzama last night, so. Yeah, that's that's what I was going with, and you know, it, it would have worked out. It almost worked out. That, yeah. That QB sneak that wasn't. Yeah, and then he's sitting wide open. I just, dude, it was so funny to me. I'm like, Arnate is sitting wide open. He still can't catch a break. Like, that's tough. But yeah, we're gonna close the show on that note. Uh, talking about DFS and college football. Maybe we'll be back to talk some more next week. Hopefully, next week's slate is as good as Vanderbilt, and Connecticut. If you saw that one, dollar to buy a ticket to the game. You, you should attend if you're local. So college football games are always a good time, no matter who's playing. But yeah, are you? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I, you said I just wanted to throw that out there because I don't know if you saw the metrics. Like, they're like next to last place in like total offense, total defense, like for all major stat categories. Like, they're both like dead last. So the tickets are only a dollar. They're a dollar. They're a dollar. I I saw someone posting them on social media. A dollar to go get drunk and watch football. I don't know if you can beat that. It's it's know. a good offer, but. I mean, that it's going to be bad football. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad football, but it's going to be a good time. So I mean, you could go watch your cousin play flag football and probably get the same experience. So hey, I don't know. <laughs> that's a little debatable, but that does it for us here on the Friday night special edition of the Fantasy Newsroom. I am Ryan, and as for Matt, we're going to close it out here. Have a good one.